Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Previously on Lonely Boys. What's with this newfound interest in antiquing? I'm just stimulating the economy by rewarding my fantastic kids. And it so happens that the gallery was a great investment. It's listing for three times what I paid for. You didn't get soaked when the real estate bubble burst? Well, it's not as much as I would have gotten at the top of the market, but I'll be able to send you both to school and have a little breathing room to figure out what I'm going to do next. Considered cooking classes? I mean, even I'm getting tired of your waffles, Dad. Not cool. I sometimes make chili. Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys podcast. My name is Matt. I am one of your titular Lonely Boys. I am not here by myself. I am here with someone who is so evil, he makes the old Georgina look like the new Georgina. Brendan, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm great. I am, of course, your co-host, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream, hi daily ho to Cream Nation, recording, as always, live from the Creamatorium. I am your editor-in-chief at Cream Weekly. Another mean one today. We, we had a yeah, nice one. Yeah, I had to get back. You had to get back on I was, I was, yeah, I was a little too nice last time. <laughs> it was way too um, nice. I didn't want people to get confused, so I had to... I had to go back to being mean to you. Uh, two addendums. I did forget your last name, Ruppel, when I introduced you. So in case anyone did forget mm. that, uh, you are Brendan Ruppel. And I did forget to mention that we are uh, covering Season 2, Episode 23 ah. of Gossip Girl in this one called The Wrath of Khan. But, Brendan, would you believe we have another guest? I w- so you forgot my last name and you forgot our guest's last name off air. Before. I told you that off air. I told you that off air. I told you that in confidence. You just now all the listeners know I forgot our perhaps uh, for the canon of the show one of our most important guests because oh uh, uh, as I've alluded, you, you know my Gossip Girl origin story. This is actually the person who got me into the show Gossip wow. Girl. Who's and through a chain of events has started this entire podcast. I was in her dorm room. Uh, during that that fateful year of school in in uh, the University at Albany, when she suggested putting on Gossip Girl, and I had never seen the show, and then I fell in love with it after watching the first episode. You know, long story short, I went home for winter break the next day and watched another seven in a row, and then here we are. I watched the whole thing in four weeks. And, oh my uh, god! Incredible. Fast forward, god, what what is it? Fast forward six years later, and here we are. This is really something. Yeah, I, I flagged up uh, how important this guest is to the canon of the show. And uh, without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Patty Bailey. Bailey is her last Woo! name. How are you, Patty? <laughs> hey, I'm good. How are you? I am great. So thrilled to have you here. Um, how do you feel about uh, being the person who started this entire podcast? I'm so incredibly honored because... <laughs> <laughs> Darius started me, like our college friend, and then I started you. It's just like a like a little gossip girl family. Yeah. Little, little yeah. line. He started me. It's a whole <laughs> and, chain. Exactly. And Darius will be on eventually, who I guess is the true <laughs> now uh, big bad of person who who started this uh, this podcast since he got you into Gossip Girl. Yeah, he's, he's not scheduled. <laughs> he's not scheduled to come on until uh, season four. So we've still got like uh, no, uh, 
months and months until Darius gets on, but uh, that will <laughs> be very exciting when the time comes. But yeah, um, so uh, very excited to have you on. When I, uh, I, I, you were, I think because because uh, you were the person who first got me into the show. You were the first person I asked if you had an episode you wanted to come on for, and uh, you did not. You did not answer at first, and it took me it took us a while to finally figure figure <laughs> out which episode you were coming on for. So I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and finally got to do this. Yeah. Yes, and after after some schedule switch ups and everything, we are as we've as me and Brendan have said, we are both very busy. This, <laughs> this summer. is a scheduling. It's been very People difficult love to get scheduling. The ins and outs of yeah. what, what happens people, behind closed people doors. People love hearing about the scheduling. That's that's <laughs> the number one feedback I get. So, um, so I have shared my Gossip Girl story numerous times. We like to ask the guests to share their Gossip Girl story, and you already gave us some of it. That Darius uh, got you into the show. Is there is there anything else important to your to your Gossip Girl journey that you would like to share? There's really not. It's just like everyone in our theater group or, or Darius started watch or was watching it. And then he got everyone in our theater group to watch it. And it just kind of spiraled from there. So you, so when did simple. you, when did you first start watching that? So not too much, uh, not, I think not too much like, uh, sooner than I started watching. No, honestly, I probably started watching it just like maybe even like weeks before you started watching it. Because wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was probably uh, just putting it on because I just wanted to watch it with you. Yeah. Yes, and every time I'd watch an episode, I texted you about it. I would text Darius about it. I would text Jess about it. I would text Spencer <laughs> about it. I just had like a list of people in our theater group that I would text You'd all my text. all of my takes to. Yeah, separately. I did not. I did not have a group chat. I didn't want a group chat. I wanted to send my individual thoughts. <laughs> I wanted to send my thoughts to four individual people, um, and then get their individual. Now you send you know, your thoughts you text- out to. Thousands of listeners every week. Yeah, exactly. When you when you text a group chat, there's less pressure for the people to respond because they'll they say, "Oh, someone else will just yeah, answer exactly. that." But no, I, no, I, totally I want all oh, I want all four people's responses, and to get that, I'm going to individually text them all. Right. It's, it's even you know how I work with texting too. If you were if you're going to text just me, I I might answer. If you text me in a group chat, there's almost <laughs> no chance. Right. And and even when I individually text you, it's not a guarantee. No. You're huge. You are one of the only people I know that has the read replies on and then just doesn't answer. <laughs> I didn't even know <laughs> I had them on. Bold. <laughs> Who lets ass. me know that you're reading all of my texts and then just does not answer them. <laughs> Showed you. A read receipt is a reply. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got your yeah, I got your message. And I know you're asking me questions about when we're gonna record tomorrow, but no, I'm not gonna answer you. <laughs> so um Patty. Also, we like to ask our guests who their favorite and least favorite character are. So, uh, who is your favorite and least favorite character of Gossip Girl? Just saying this the other day, Dorota's my favorite character. Wow. Nice. <laughs> We've gotten a lot of Dorota standing lately. We're back on track with it's that. True. She's Dorota stand. She's been quiet recently. She's yeah. had she she mentions. had her first weekend off in twenty five in twenty five years, and she still has not come back. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, Dorota has a pre- like I said, pretty close to a hundred percent approval rating. So no surprise here that she's your favorite. And uh, what about least favorite? Do you have a least favorite character? Jenny Humphrey. Oh. No, I have oh. I'm a Jenny Humphrey hater all the way. <laughs> no, this is a very pro Jenny no, podcast. Hate her dad instead. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hate- yeah. Fair. Fair. Love the Jenny. Ah, oh, that's a shame. I mean, I get it a lot. She's a very polarizing character. I mean, I dare you to find anything wrong to say about her in this episode. All she does is, All she does is yeah. be happy for Another her dad, I guess. great episode off the bench. Um, yes, hair is yes. still great. So that really is her role. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the episode. Blair pressures Georgina into making amends for her past bad behavior by helping her in a scheme. The rivalry between Nate and Chuck over Blair comes to a head. Lily hatches a secret plan to help Rufus with Dan's college tuition. Brendan... 
the episode title is The Wrath of Khan. Do you know what this is referencing? Mm, the Wrath of Khan spelled differently? Like Yes, Genghis that is Khan? correct. Oh. <laughs> I mean I mean stop talking before you stop okay, okay, into a yeah, wrong yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the title reference is the nineteen eighty two film Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, spelled K H A N Star Trek Two is what this is? Yeah, that's right. So even though you did not know, even though you thought it was Genghis Khan me. and you yeah. didn't know that it was Star Trek 2, I'm still going to give it to you. So that means you are at wow. 12 or 23, which means unless you get both the next week and the week after incorrectly, you will finish over 50%. Damn. I got to say, this, this is that was a pretty clutch performance by me. Yeah, so a lot of pressure to get one of these of next two correct. Okay. But that uh, wasn't the easy you one you're talking about, though, I'm pretty sure. This, I, I did not say there was an easy one. I said this was the one I was going to hope you you got because oh, really? of the oh, fact that it is just the same one. I don't know. I know what next week's title is. I don't know what the season finale's title is. But uh, yeah, we'll not, see. So we'll not so much of a difficult do. one, but one that would have been very, very like, ah, uh, yeah, he was so close. All he had to say was the exact thing I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you're not a big Star Trek guy at all? Not a Trekkie so much, no. Uh, I've never tried. I'm not, it's not that I'm against it. Um, seems like there's it's another one of those universes that's just so much to bite into. Yeah, I've never gotten into Star Trek. But Star Wars, on the other hand, to segue into the epi- this episode, the original air date was uh, May the 4th of oh. 2009. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm a warhead. <laughs> I'm into it. You, I mean, there was a time when you had never seen a Star Wars, and then we watched like we watched a bunch of them at my house. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I'm glad I get into it. I'm not like crazy about it like other people are. I'm a casual. Right. I'm a very casual fan. I mean, I've, I think it's hard to get into... Really get into Star Wars unless you grew up with it. Patty, are you a, are you a warhead at all? I am not at all. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Star Wars? I think I had. I think I watched one once with my high school boyfriend, but it didn't hook yeah. you. No, not at all. And he he didn't last. It was just a high school boyfriend. <laughs> just a high school boyfriend. <laughs> Tough look, man. Former former boyfriend, much like your <laughs> former girlfriend of the pod. <laughs> yes. A lot of proposal talk in this a lot episode, of proposal man. Talk. I, re- very timely. And it was funny because um, they chose a lot of the same places I was thinking about also between like on top of the pyramids and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. I was, was like, oh, I was going to ask if, whose proposal was better, yours to Nicole or uh, any of Lily's husbands to her. I think mine being outside in elementary school was more romantic than any of those. <laughs> That's my favorite and spot, this wasn't as you know. This was a special elementary school. This was not the elementary school that, that you both worked at or that you met each other at. This was just an elementary It's just school. my favorite of all the ones I skulk around. <laughs> of, all the one, of all the ones you're banned from. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you know i, I always uh, do copy and paste the list of songs that make an appearance in in the episode and i usually don't mention them but th- this one had a very interesting song title uh, a classic by i don't know band artist say hi there's a song in this episode that is titled oh 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 <laughs> wow <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so very excited that uh, the classic the classic ballad oh 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 made an appearance in a Gossip Girl episode. Um, so let, let's 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 actually get into the episode now. We we have we have an epic opening here. Whereas we're, we're, it starts by looking at a car's dashboard, which ends up being the uh, the taxi cab that Chuck is riding in. He's asking for a glass for his flask, and the cab driver is just yelling at him like, "What the fuck do you think this is?" Um, he gets a call from Serena. And she's going to fill him in. This is way worth it, worse than they thought. But Gabriel didn't just skip town. He took off with all the money he got from her mom in the co-op to invest. I, I don't know. How is this worse than they thought? What did, what did yeah, Serena that's, that's think what was going to happen? Thought. I thought this was the obvious con that they were doing. What did they think he was doing? You know, he has the money. Oh, shit. 
Like, yeah. He stole our money and is only going to double the, investor, <laughs> the investor's money, not triple. He's not as good as we <laughs> <Yes>. thought. <laughs> so Serena also is believing Poppy that he took all of Poppy's money as well. And uh, Serena doesn't know how much money he got, but she's on her way over to tell her mom. Uh, she's going to apologize to Chuck for not believing him in Blair. But uh, he and then she says, oh, by the way, you never told me how you found out that uh, she was lying about meeting her. And what is Serena talking about? They both did tell her how they initially found out. And then Serena was the one who confirmed it by asking Gabriel about Georgina's flaming red hair. So what is she talking about when she's like, oh, you never told me how you found out? I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think what she was trying to talk about was like, I, you never told me about, like, I think she's leading on to them saying like, oh, we found Georgina. Like, I, but I think she worded yeah, it weird. She's obviously teeing that up, but like, there's no reason, like, has Serena been roofied again? Did she forget the events of last episode? Well, the bitch is back. So maybe she has been back earlier than we thought. And she did roofie <laughs> That's her. Right. So Chuck takes a sip from his flask. And then he offers some to uh, to our favorite Jesus for Georgina, who says, no, thank you. The Lord cannot enter a body sullied by alcohol. To which Chuck replies, good, because I like to do the one doing. I, I like to be the one doing the entering to each their own holy water. Like he said um, that, and I was like, that sounds like some shit I would say. Like, it, that's the <laughs> really? word for word what I would say in that situation. Like, he, I almost couldn't help myself from saying it before he did. Eddie, would this line work on you if you were riding in the back of a taxi with, with Chuck? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, uh, how do you feel about the polarizing Chuck Bass? You know, like, it's so hard in the beginning when he's so, like, and rapey, but, like. Yes, that, oh, yeah. And that is the problem, it's, yeah. It's, but, oh, it's always like, oh, I love him so much. I want him, him and Billy to be together. But then I'm like, wait, he was literally the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But, you know, you, you, just have, you just have to root for him sometimes. I know, so. you really do. <laughs> oh, you can't. Yeah, this this scene. Yeah, yeah. Now, this scene and this moment have a special place in my heart because this was definitely the first scene of Gossip Girl I ever saw. Uh, and Now, Brendan, I, I used to watch the, the Soup every week, hosted, of course, by Joel oh, McHale. Yes. And this scene was deemed crazy enough to make it onto an episode of The Soup. Oh, my God. Uh, which I love the thought of Joel McHale just watching the scene completely out of context. <laughs> um, I am upset I don't remember any of the jokes he made about it, but I vividly remember this because I watched. I was watching it out of context, and I just remember being like, what the fuck is this show, and who the fuck is that weirdo talking about doing the entering? <laughs> it's a very funny experience to me. And I will, I will never forget seeing this scene. Yeah, yeah you should have known in that moment that you should you should watch the show. I should have immediately started watching, but... I was probably too cool for Gossip Girl back in, cool. back in high school. Luckily, I've gotten so uncool that I've watched Gossip Girl numerous yes. times now. Yeah, so uh, Lily is doing what she does. She's planning for something. Uh, Serena's going to return with the bad news. There's always is a caterer talking... happening. Like, what is this, this event even <laughs> yeah. supposed to be? Lily talks to caterers more than she talks to her daughter, I think. <laughs> That's right. She definitely does. <laughs> and she's still talking about what a great time everyone had last night, how charming Gabriel is. And Serena tries to deliver the bad news, but Lily's like, okay, but before you do that, real quick, I just need to tell you how proud I am for everything. For, for everything. Classic. Here's a gift. Here's your great-grandma's bracelet. I, I took it out of the safety deposit box this morning, and Serena's trying to say like she doesn't deserve it, but I, I don't understand Lily. She is so hard. Always, always so hard on Serena, even as recently as last Last week's episode yeah. and now seemingly just because she is dating the charming gabriel lily is able to remember all the good things about her and is just showering her with praising gifts now out of nowhere yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a tough look for her where she sees serena has a wealthy smart boyfriend is like you're the yeah. best serena you're doing so well and then later on <laughs> yeah. she finds out that he's a crook and she's like you have such bad taste in men this goes be this goes beyond your bad taste in boys <laughs> <laughs> even in that scene even serena's like mom even you wanted to fuck him last week like what are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> 
cannot blame this on me. Huh. <laughs> Louis is so quick to just hate her, hate her daughter, yeah. have her arrested too. Oh, we. But I, into that. I don't. I don't mind oh, it so man. much because Tarina's been so dumb lately, like always. Yeah. But like she's been really dumb as of late. So I was fine with uh, my favorite character slamming on her daughter. Right, and yeah, and you also don't mind because of your extreme Lily bias. Exactly. Yeah, and so Lily asks again what Serena needs to say about Gabriel, but then the phone rings, and then Serena obviously has some second thoughts about telling her. So instead she calls Blair, says she needs her help again, and, you know, that, that's going to get the ball rolling here. Also, I don't know if you noticed, Serena's wearing a pretty insane necklace in this scene. I don't think I did notice. It was like a big long chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it looks like she like uh, had already been arrested and was wearing, like, prison chains. <laughs> I have a note later about Lily's necklaces, so I'm like always paying attention to the crazy necklace. A lot of, a lot of great necklaces in this episode. I mean, it could be like a rich person style, like just wearing straight up shackles and walking around yeah, with them. Maybe we should start. If that's what the rich are doing, I, think, I guess yeah. we should be doing it as well. So Blair hangs up the phone. She is going to try to leave Nate again. Not leave as in dump him, but uh, she's trying to say Serena needs her, but Nate says, like, Serena needs me is officially no longer an excuse to avoid talking. And they are notably in the new apartment because I, IMDb I trivia did tell that, us last yeah. week that we never see or mention the apartment again. But not only do we see it here, but Blair is definitely mentioning it when At she says, least mentioning Ser- it. <laughs> yes, Serena is my best friend. The question of whether you got this apartment because you love me or because you don't trust me will have to wait. Um, good for Blair for standing up, standing up to her man to help her woman here. And Clearly, IMDb is wrong. So I, I don't I, know I how guess long we don't learning. really see that. Maybe it's not the same set as what they mean because we don't really go inside of it, and we just kind of see the right. door slam. So maybe they didn't actually use that location. Yeah, I guess. Uh, how long have Nate and Blair been having this argument since the events of last week? Like, much, <laughs> they, yeah. they must have been. Have they left the apartment at all, or they've just know. been arguing for a week straight in here? <laughs> so <laughs> I like Nate's reply when he's like. Okay, great. That wasn't what we were arguing, by the way. The question is and remains, do you want to live in it with me? Uh-huh. A classic argument technique that uh, our, our friend Pete is always doing when, uh, when when he starts losing ground in an argument. He kind of just switches the argument topic and thinks no one will notice. It's something that no one was even arguing in the first place. So a classic move from Blair. That is a good move. <laughs> so she does not answer Nate's question. She just says Serena is waiting and Nate's going to be a come with guy. And he's like, all right, I'm going to come with you. He's like, if you're not going to stay in arguing, I'm really enjoying the arguing because at least I have you here in my clutches. So I'm <laughs> exactly. just going to follow as you. As long as we are arguing, at least you are with me. <laughs> as soon as we start stop arguing, you will be back with Chuck. Exactly. That's what it feels All like right. to me. Anyway. Are, are, we, are we ready to get into some Rufus? Let's do it. Yet another, yet another version of Rufus here. The manic, weirdly happy <laughs> version of Rufus. Just, just another version to hate. Scary. I, it was terrifying. <laughs> it's frightening. I actually think this version is really funny because it of all the funny. irony it yeah. comes with. Because, because we already know that the investment did not go through. And he, <laughs> yet again, around. Rufus is yet again thinking the investment he just made is a sure thing. He he has not learned his lesson from the real estate bust that he had. Uh, he's about to get so much money. He's accosting random people on the street and telling them to have a nice day. He looks like a legitimate crazy person. <laughs> if he wasn't with his kids, he would look crazy. You stay away from on the street. <laughs> yes. I can't believe he hasn't learned from his mistake. He isn't even considering that this deal could fall through. I, I'm surprised he hasn't like spent the money already since he thinks it's such that, a sure That would thing. be something he would do, too. <laughs> even jenny and dan call him out on being annoying and rufus is like what's not to be happy about we're all together i got in on a big investment i'll definitely without a doubt be able to pay for both of your educations now I'm and i'm about to propose to lily yeah. even oh. though he says it is like super lily. Lily. <laughs> yeah. every single one of those things falls through too by the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part He's such a tragic character <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least it means for oh. me that 
we did not see the lighting of the candles. I think he just set them up. He didn't light them because it didn't all oh, happen. Yes, thank so God. Thank, thank God. God for that. Patty, this is a very anti-candle podcast. No, why? Well, do you, first of all, they're fire hazards. And <laughs> with the amount of just dangerous candles these these people are lighting up, it is, I mean, it's too much. It's it, I don't know if you've noticed all the all the candles in Josh Schwartz shows, but it's too much. Hey, no, and, like, the one where he's, like, burning, like, the paper and he just, like, lights it on fire and puts it in a vase in the side. Do you remember yeah. that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's going to catch on fire on the wall. Yes! <laughs> Lots of fire. We, we've also been proven right with our hatred candles in uh, the first few episodes of the OC rewatch. Yeah, literally, episode two of the OC, where they Ryan lights a bunch of candles and uh, the model home ends up going on fire. So, like, I think we've been proven right. I think so. Um, <laughs> Rufus is old-fashioned. He still has to ask permission. Uh, not from Cece, though. He's asking Eric because Serena's going to be at Brown next year, so Eric is going to be the man of the house. Uh, I guess good thing that Eric is not randomly out of town again this week, so this conversation can actually happen. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I was worried that we were, we were going to see him, and I'm glad we at least get a little bit of him because yeah. Eric, uh, we'll, we'll get to him, but he's, he's looking real good this episode. Uh, yeah, I know. We talk a lot. We're on Jenny and Serena hair watch a lot, but Eric with the haircut was really, really, really looking sharp. good. Yeah. Absolutely. Really does change the face a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, so the tradition of having to ask someone's parents for permission to marry someone is uh, kind of... St- Brendan, did you uh, did you ask Nicole's parents for permission to propose to her? I'm glad you asked because I've been having this conversation with a lot of people since this all happened in my life. And I think it okay. is so stupid that you, people should it do is. that because it makes it seem like the woman's like the dad's fucking property. And it, it of makes course, me yeah. Right, like, so may I please buy your daughter? May have I please? Your daughter. <laughs> Are you done banging your daughter, sir, so I can start banging? Like, it's, that's what it seems like to me. It's really gross. Um, so I didn't tell anyone except for uh, the person who we had, not that I hired her, but it was our friend, friend of the show, Madeline, uh, who is very pregnant, was hiding in a bush taking pictures of us. <laughs> so she knew. And her husband knew, and that was all that nobody else. It was all suppressed. Everybody else. Was she was she hidden well, or did Nicole just think nothing of she, the pregnant woman? She was woman hidden well, but the, the, the belly was poking the out of the bushes. Just the belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't mind uh, Rufus asking Eric if he's yes. like okay with it, but just something about asking someone's parents for like so, permission especially to marry. When he's that old too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Rufus is still just weird, so I, I just that's all I have to say. Serena's skipping brunch, but Dan's going to try to convince her to change her mind because Rufus wants them to all be together. And I, I have to point out, I know you hate, you're a big hater of Jenny, uh, but <laughs> I have to point out how adorably excited Jenny is again. I, I think Taylor Momsen really plays adorably excited very well. She, mm, say very what giddy. you want about Jenny, but Taylor Momsen is a, is a very talented actor. I have no Jenny hate in this episode. She's very unproblematic, so. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't it's like end her of, there. No hate, no like, end of, end okay, of season two, Jenny, for you, where she does not do anything that you can get mad at because she's only in like one or two scenes an episode. Yeah. <laughs> so Blair Blair comes to Serena's room. Nate's right behind her. Much to no one even <laughs> hides their distaste of Nate when he walks in. <laughs> Serena's like Nate's here, and I love that Blair says right in front of him, "I'm just as flummoxed as you are. I got out at fifty third and made a run for it, but he's faster than he looks." <laughs> I think we needed to see that scene. Of I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sprinting down the. <laughs> <laughs> dodge traffic. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't see enough Blair running. No, I don't. I don't know if we've ever seen Blair running. Uh, Blair wants to know what happened and is still referring to Gabriel as that hick. Still, <laughs> yeah. still a great joke. Did that hick gave you and, scabies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Serena tells her that Gabriel is gone with all the money. Blair does not say "I told you so." In fact, she tells Serena she's sorry. This isn't something she wanted to be right about. And I don't doubt that Blair is sorry and genuinely feels like terrible for Serena. But come on, there's at least a little part of Blair that is thrilled that she was right. 
Oh, totally. I think that's yeah, <laughs> that's a big, huge part of it. So uh, Serena's still trying to figure out what's real and what wasn't. And I was sitting there like, because I didn't remember all the specifics of this episode, but I was sitting there like, Serena, come on. I I've got bad news for you. None of this was real. Or so I thought. But somehow some of it was inexplicably real that we were led to believe that Gabriel actually caught feelings for Serena and like decided to give up the con for Serena. Like, that's ridiculous. It is a little a little crazy. Like when they're all walking out of there later. And he's still Gabriel's like, just free to go. Yeah, like they're like he's still like trying to say like I I still like you though. And she's like, Are you kidding me? Can you get away? I gotta go. That's <laughs> too much even for Serena, who who is ready to drop her whole life at any guy that looks and at her. The sad part and is, gives it, it seems like she's still close to like maybe taking him back to after all this. Yeah, yeah. And she just let him, like, Chuck is even like, why are you letting him go? Like, we don't even, first of all, we right. don't know if what he's saying is true. And secondly, he's still a crook. Yeah, Chuck is saying what like, we're all thinking. Listen, I, I think, take it from me. He's sorry. And if we do need to find him, it shouldn't be too hard. Like, what do you, like, why says not? who? What yeah, are you I don't know where she got that from. Like, <laughs> so I, you already used a pregnancy card. What else do you have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Nate actually seems on board to help now. Uh, he asks Serena, how can we help? And Serena actually has a plan. I feel like we should probably let Chuck and Blair come up with the plans, but Serena is gonna gonna take this one for herself. Yeah, she thinks she has it all figured out, and obviously, by the end of this episode, she does. It, yeah, all, it so, all works out for her. It does. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no twist in this one. It's pretty straightforward. Serena <laughs> gets what she wants. So she calls Gabriel. She leaves a message. Uh, she pretends she never came back to the apartment and thus would have no idea that he skipped town, which is a good idea. Except, again, I did not remember the specifics. He had this played so perfectly where Poppy pretends that she is also a victim and they completely believe her. If Poppy and Gabriel just continue to work together, they have all these people snowed because Poppy can just fill Gabriel in that, you know, Serena's lying. She actually did come back. Gabriel can show up with, you know, the upper hand with some knowledge and, you know, try to convince Serena that he's actually the good guy while blaming Poppy. And then he gets to go and continue conning people. But he actually does just... Give it up. I, I I can't. I could not believe there was a certain point in the episode where we're like, wait a second, is Gabriel actually telling the truth? Like he actually did lose all of his money to Poppy, and now he's just trying to get back with Serena. What a fucking loser! Right. Like it was, it was really hard to keep track of all of this. Um, like who was conning who, and if they're still working together or not. Because we we talked about it last week too, where we weren't sure if that stunt by her was part of their overall plan. Right. And I, I thought it was. And I yeah. thought Gabriel was actually doing something smart and like being like, no, Poppy's actually the bad guy. And, and he's going to run off. You know, because now no one now that no, no one knows who the bad guy is and they could both just use that to their advantage. But instead, uh, Gabriel is actually just an idiot. It turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so Chuck comes back. We have our fearsome foursome all in the same room. The non-judgmental breakfast club, as they are called. Uh -huh. And, you know, you know, I love it every time this happens. This is my favorite oh, kind of episode when the four of them are together and are going against someone on the outside. And even Dan walks in at some point. The, yes. Yeah. For the for the first time, five of them in the room, it, like just five of them in the room at the same time for the first time, I think, since the end of season one, where uh, Serena was wasted and trying to get Dan out of yeah, there because yeah. she was like throwing up in the bathroom. So, yeah, Serena kind of drops the bomb. Like, the end of the season, like, it's just yeah, like, kind of all... ramping up when they're all talking to each other. Exactly. So Serena drops the bombshell over the phone that she might be pregnant, tells him to call her back. Chuck is impressed. Uh, he says the pregnancy ruse is cliched but effective <laughs> and also gives them the tip to make sure there's no open spaces when they meet the authorities. Um, so that the authorities, you know, can can surround them. And then Chuck's like, wait, you did call the police, right? And Serena's like, no, no. Uh, I mean, if she would have said just no, because all cops are bastards, I would have given her the MVP. Right. No, but no, she no, actually, she's actually like, no, because then my mommy will find out, which, which is a dumber reason. <laughs> but still, still happy. 
<laughs> still happy we're not getting the cops involved. Uh, honestly, as Dan flags up, Serena should just tell her mom, or better idea, tell Cyrus, who is a lawyer and literally always, always. knows what to do. Yeah. The more intelligent people that are in on this plan, the better. Cyrus would have this figured out in two seconds. Oh, yes, easily. And, and she, that's the annoying part about her, that she's... She's taking it seriously, of course, but she should know that she's not the right person to handle this, especially when Dan's, like, college tuition's on the line, and she has no stakes in this besides, like, not getting found out by her mom. I don't blame so Dan at all for, no. him, like, immediately telling Lily like, hey, about like, this. Hey, like, no, I, <laughs> this is, like, my dad's, like, life savings. <laughs> Can you give it, make sure <laughs> this all works out for me? Because you have a lot less to lose. Yeah, so Dan shows up, tries to convince Serena to come to brunch, but it is obviously a bad time for that. Uh, like we said, we have our five mains all in the same room, which is such a great, uh, such a rarity, such a great time. I love it every time it happens. And Dan arrives just in time to hear Serena say that she's going to get the money back. And he's like, what is going on? Also, Georgina was not in the living room when he came in. because <laughs> Chuck know, has... she's, hiding behind... <laughs> yeah. she's hiding behind the door waiting for someone to mention <laughs> God so she can make her <laughs> appearance. Um, not that it is any of Dan's business, as Blair says, but even though it completely is because he just lost all of it, like his dad just lost all of his money. But Blair lets him know that Serena's fake boyfriend's investment was also fake and everyone is losing their money. And says, like, shit, my dad invested all of my college money, which predictably was a terrible idea. And Serena's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Which is like, yeah, obviously you had no idea, which is why everyone is in this mess right now, because you had no idea what was going <laughs> Like, did, did she actually think that Dan might have thought she was in on it? Like, yeah, obviously you're clueless, Serena. So... <laughs> Uh, Dan obviously needs to immediately tell his dad because it's his college money. And uh, Serena, well, first of all, this is why you don't invest college funds with random people. And secondly, Serena is still trying to make sure none of the adults know. Uh, so she's not going to let Dan tell Rufus that he just lost all of his money and assures Dan that she's going to get it all back. And <laughs> this is when Blair counters that the only way that's going to happen is through an act of God. And as we discussed, <laughs> Regina has been waiting for someone to mention God. We literally hear angels sing. As someone Regina say God. They get a lot of mileage out of this Jesus for Georgina, and it it hits really every do. time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Georgina enters and says, "Wow, look at that! I'm so glad everybody's here." Which, uh, speaking for us, which is exactly how I feel. Yeah. Everyone's here, and <laughs> Blair looks stunned, and then chaos just erupts. Dan is like, "We need to get this crazy girl out of here." <laughs> Blair is yelling at Chuck. Everyone is arguing, uh, but then Gabriel calls back, and everyone quiets down. Georgina's like, uh, does anyone know a Gabriel? Because he is calling right now. So that is enough to get everyone momentarily calmed down. This is very funny. I, uh, especially when Dan finds out about this, also initially, I could see him just being like, "God damn, I knew this was, I knew this was going to happen." <laughs> My stupid <Yeah>. dad. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of the Midas touches is what Rufus has. Everything he touches just like, turns to bankruptcy. <laughs> so Gabriel does meet with Serena at the restaurant. And, oh, my God. He, I, he if, if only. If only he was a better con man. But he comes out pretty quickly. Well, Serena comes out pretty quickly and says she's not pregnant, just naive. Which, I, another good Twitter bio for Serena. Not pregnant, just naive. <laughs> Gabriel goes to leave, but uh, Serena's like, no, don't worry. You're safe for now. I wanted to give you the chance to fix things, to prove that he, you're not what you probably are. <laughs> I think I like Why that on earth it. would she do this? Any, <laughs> any any con man worth his salt would be like, okay, great. I'm getting out of this. No problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when someone continuously proves to you that they're a terrible person, you should just believe them. But apparently the line of, I fell in love with you the first time I saw your face, is still doing a lot of work on Serena. Even, <laughs> so even though she should, she should be assuming that all of it was bullshit, but... Gabriel's trying to apologize. Serena tells him that he's a liar and a thief, but he can change one of those things by giving the money back. And 
Uh, that's when Gabriel says he can't do that. So Serena calls in the big guns, which is Chuck just waiting idly by. And he's like, uh, you're not leaving until you until you give us the investors. But we get a twist here because he does not have the money. Poppy does. Uh, they end up being right here that Gabriel uh, would be willing to give the money back, even though they really had no reason to believe him. But unfortunately for them, Poppy is actually the big bad in all of this. And she has all of the money right now. Uh, we're, uh, how'd you feel about that twist, Brendan? I, well, again, though, this could easily have been another part of the ruse to get right. him and it's, on her yeah, it's still now. Not and then he clear. runs away, and then they go back and forth. Like right. We don't know for it's sure. It's still not clear whether or not it is. Did, did you think that Gabriel was still like in on it at this point? No, I, I don't think I did. Um, it didn't seem like it was going in that direction. Chuck did point out, he's like, we didn't really confirm a story yet. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But um, <laughs> it seems like they believe that Poppy is the mastermind, because I don't think they fully think that he could do this on his own. Yeah, it started dawning on me when Chuck started believing him. I'm like, okay, it's one thing for Serena to be an idiot and exactly. fall for this, but Ch- but Chuck, like, Gossip Girl's not going to have their entire cast look like an idiot for Gabriel. But yeah, I, but I don't know why they needed to like redeem the Gabriel character for some reason. It's so stupid. I don't know. That, yeah, I guess they they kind of did. They didn't fully because at least Serena wasn't charmed again by him and kind of let him right. go. But she was still way too charmed for a person that stole a lot of money. Yeah, but he leaves. There's he leaves, and I guess they kind of want our impression of him when he leaves is like he ended up wanting to do the right thing. Uh, and of course, Gabriel played by uh, disgraced uh, cannibal Army Hammer. In case anyone has forgotten, and needs to place a face to the <laughs> to the name. But he he only wanted to do the right thing after he was tricked into coming to hang out with Serena. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. <laughs> so Lily runs into Daniel as she calls him uh, she asks if he's alright he's unable to give a coherent answer so she sees immediately that something is bothering him and he's like well Serena asked me not to say anything but it doesn't take much prodding at all from Lily to get Dan to start talking uh, partly because as he says it is a mistake not to say anything about this uh, this is this is Dan's family's money and he can't not do anything about it because Serena doesn't want her mom to be mad at her again that would be absurd so uh, sure it would be nice if Dan gave Serena the benefit of the doubt that she could fix this but this is serena we're talking about uh she's she's gotten an lvp three weeks in a row now in case anyone has forgotten so mm-hmm. she she clearly does not deserve the benefit of the doubt no there's a scene where he goes uh, serena didn't want me to say anything and Liz's like that's my least favorite sentence <laughs> yeah all of us yeah. <laughs> so dan comes clean gabriel's a con artist the investment's a scam he ran off with everyone's money including his dad's and Dan thinks the scheme is too big for Chuck and Blair. Uh, he wants to tell the cops also, but there's no proof. Lily cuts him off. She's like, you did the right thing by telling me, which is music to my ears. Yeah. Um, she, she is such a baller. She she also wants to keep the cops out of this because they might implicate Serena, which is ironic. Um, and uh, she also tells him not to tell his dad about this. And just the confidence when she says, and you don't need to worry. I'll take care of it. Like, Dan is so relieved because this is exactly what he was oh, hoping God. for. I, I I love hearing it. Yeah. And Lily also tells him not to tell anyone else so it doesn't become more complicated. And then uh, Lily gives Dan a much-needed hug because Dan is very frazzled in this scene. Mm, I wouldn't have let go, personally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patty, are you a big Lily fan at all? I do like Lily. I go back and forth on her because it's always like, she does something right. She does something wrong. She's a terrible mother. She's a great mother. Yeah. But, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like a perfect character other than she is just a terrible mom to her two biological children. She's a, yeah. she's a great mother role for like anyone for like of, Chuck, people, even, yeah. for, even for Dan for like but her <laughs> when it comes to her own biological children she is is her only oh, flaw so awful. far in the show. Yeah, she's ter- she's, she's a terrible like, mom. kind of a good mommy to Rufus. Also, also speaking of, uh, <laughs> yes, speaking of Serena's bad taste in, in, in boys, Serena should have countered with, um, you're dating Rufus. Like, you have the worst <laughs> taste of us all. 
So back wow, to Serena. Rufus haters. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Rufus has had a rough season. Sure. Um, Serena and Gabriel. Gabriel's next play here. And, well, it would be better if it was a play, but it, I guess it is not. But his next course of action, he throws Poppy under the bus. He blames the whole thing on her. Um, and so he he tells Serena the magic words. At first, you were just a mark, but then my feelings got in the way of it, which I, I'm surprised Serena did not just fall in love with him again. Like, that seems like something she would she's dying to hear. I did it. I won over the con artist. <laughs> at first, you were a mark, but now you're more like a Chad. <laughs> Just like another name. <laughs> huh? So the the plan was it was only ever business between him and Poppy, which I don't think that's true because they were like making out last, last week. <laughs> uh, they were going to make their money. He was going to disappear. She was going to stay and be a rich socialite, which I thought she already was. She is clearly yeah, already one is... of the biggest names in the Upper East Side. So I don't know why she needed to do this to become uh, a richer, more socialite or socialite, rich, I guess. But more rich, more social. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, when Serena called Gabriel uh, to say they had to end things, she Poppy emptied the bank account, uh, never showed, and blamed the whole thing on him. And so Gabriel says he should have just skipped town, but he just had to see Serena again. And I- I've already called him an idiot uh, <laughs> enough in this, in, <laughs> this, in this episode, so I, I guess I don't need to do it again. But uh, if there was any doubt, I guess, if this was just a play by him, I think that's put to rest here, where uh, he pretty convincingly tells us and Serena that uh, he he fell in love with his mark. <laughs> and who wouldn't? <laughs> so back to Nate, Blair, and Georgina. Georgina is just trying her hardest to get Blair to forgive her. She tells her that everyone else has. She's just waiting on Blair. Lauren <laughs> Blair like, every <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about and I, I know that Georgina is probably just doing some uh, character work here but even so like no one owes you forgiveness for Georgina you you can't pressure someone into forgiving you by saying everyone else has yeah. that is completely up to Blair if even and when that she was wants weird to that, that doesn't seem like the Jesus way right like everyone else has forgiven me now just it's your turn it you because. have to do it yeah yeah so uh, I guess she's still maybe new to the Jesus thing. She yeah, hasn't uh, she doesn't really know the ins and outs of the of the sacred ritual of forgiveness. So, <laughs> she has faith that God will find a way to help her earn Blair's forgiveness. Uh, Chuck comes outside, tells them that the puppeteer is Poppy, and that Gabriel has um, convinced them. Even though he like, even though he is telling the truth, he's still like the least convincing, least charming person I've ever seen. So even even if he was telling the truth, I would just choose not to believe him anyway, just because he's so bland and unpersonable. I'd be like, I, I don't want you to be. I, I would rather yeah. just continue hating you if that's okay. <laughs> if you're all right with that, yeah. <laughs> so um, and I guess at least Serena was smart enough not to take him back here. It seems like this is like the right out of Gabriel. Are we gonna are we gonna be done with him now? I can confirm this is the last appearance of Gabriel Edwards. Okay, good. That's good. So, thank, thank God. Thank God we have no more army hammer on the show. But now who's um, going to be Serena's next bland, milquetoast yeah, boyfriend? I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> so, they, they come up with a new plan. They need to lure Poppy with some more money. And luckily, Georgina is there because she is the only one of them that Poppy does not know. Uh, Georgina is very adamant against this because she doesn't want to perjure herself in front of the Lord because lying is a sin, after all. It sure is, um, and I believe that firmly. We should make a yes, T-shirt you, of that uh, of lying is a sin. T-shirts. Lying is a sin. We have we have never lied. No, none of us. Okay, good. Just just confirming. I would yep. have to stop this podcast right now if one of us was a uh, had sinned sinner. by lying. 
Yeah. Only to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So Lily is with her lawyer. Uh, she's working quickly. She's already got the names of everyone who invested with Gabriel. Uh, Serena comes back. It's time for another classic Lily lecture. And Serena tries apologizing, but Lily just stares right through her and tells her that pretty much like, I can't believe you didn't tell me Dan's my favorite kid now. So uh, you stay <laughs> you, st you stay the fuck out of this so I can do what I do. And like, we we don't see this enough, and we haven't seen it recently, but I do love this because it reminds us that Lily really does run the Upper East Side if she wants to. Like, she is the big boss as How far as I'm awesome concerned. That, right? It's just like, yeah. I have so much money that I don't care about giving everyone back their, like, $150,000 yeah. investments and not saying a word about it. And then continuing to pay Rufus as if he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She tells Serena, she's like, if this ever gets out, your name will always be thought of as the girl who lost your family and friends hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, yes, as you said, her plan... Uh, is pretty much just uh, pay everyone back their money from her own wallet. And she, because she says the Madoff people were in court for years and never actually got any of their money back. So she's gonna just going to make this quietly going go away by telling everyone that the deal did not work out and she's going to pay them back herself. So what, what did you think of this plan? I mean, it's great for what Lily's trying to accomplish. She really doesn't give a shit about seeking justice for right. Poppy. And like I said last week, like these characters have the money. Might as well just throw it at the problem. Yeah, Lily will never even notice this money is gone. I, I'm not I'm no finance man, but like what she's saying makes sense to me. Especially if she doesn't care about the money in her wallet. Like, then do this. Like, if, if that's true, that the people would be in court forever and would never make any money back anyway. And if it could save your legacy and save your daughter from potentially having this her name wrapped in this, that, that to me makes sense uh, later on we, we get a little bit of like rufus disdain of her because she's acting like her mom and worrying about her self in the public eye but i think it's more that she's worried about her daughter's future and like what her name would look like uh, because they're big names so this if this gets tied to the scandal i don't think that's good for anybody yeah i mean for what lily is trying to accomplish this is this definitely is the best strategy going forward yeah i don't blame her yeah so lily tells Serena that it is worth Poppy getting away with it if it means that uh, Serena's name is not being associated with this whole scandal. So she orders Serena to back down while she takes care of it. Very, I mean, very, uh, man, like, not even demanding, but I, I don't know. Brendan, how how turned on were you during this scene? Oh, my God. The cuck and me loved it. <laughs> Three-fourths? Three <laughs> way, way further. Five-fourths. <laughs> Oh my goodness, uh, Patty. As as you can probably tell, Brendan has Brendan has really has a thing for for Lily. <laughs> she I can could, see that. <laughs> couldn't tell. I don't <laughs> oh, Serena leaves, and uh, Lily's lawyer says that the last investor they need to discuss is Rufus. But Lily has other ideas for Rufus. Uh, did you know? Did Did you have a feeling what she was going to do here? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, not before she went and did it um i okay. i thought that was kind of funny though I, I i more thought it was comical than anything else though <laughs> she's gonna give her uh she's gonna give him a nice boyfriend allowance every month of five thousand dollars <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this is great though like, um, this is really smart because she yes. knows he will never take the money otherwise um and he would have never found out if he didn't go snooping around I know. like the amount of times that he finds paperwork that he shouldn't is so, so, yeah, exactly. so frustrating he is always People snooping are terrible around. at hiding things that's true too <laughs> he shouldn't be snooping so much Rufus is always just like as soon as Lily leaves a room, he is digging around her stuff, like just looking at things. Like, and maybe she like maybe maybe Patty is right. He's she's kind of leaving it in plain sight. Uh, but I, I don't I don't see exactly where he grabs this from. He very well could be grabbing it from somewhere he should not be digging through files. 
he opened he was i think he was looking for something to light the candle so he like opened a drawer and the file was right on top of the drawer for some reason but mm. he has to grab the file and open and it and then it, look at yeah. what's inside like he has to physically file? do all that it well yeah it wasn't like it just fell on his face and he's it, like it what's going on it was entitled saying like um lily's ponzi scheme so speaking of daddy hump he's with everyone's favorite moral compass of the show eric and uh eric is looking at the ring he thinks it's amazing but he wants to make sure rufus is prepared and we get my favorite brand of joke as rufus says he's done this before and eric replies uh so has she four times yeah marriage number five for lily if this does go through and patty i i i love when people make fun of lily's failed marriages it's a hit every single time (laughs) it's amazing it's every time especially her kids too (laughs) Yeah, yeah, her kids are all in on the joke. Um, so Rufus is ready for the ride that is the Lily Rhodes, Vanderwoods, and Bess, etc. Uh, he does not include the first two husbands' last names, nor does he include his his own last name in in Lily's full name here. So I guess he's yeah. uh, he subconsciously knew that this wasn't gonna this wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I guess so. So Eric welcomes into the family, shakes his hand. It's a cute moment, but Rufus has the bar set pretty high when it comes to how he's going to propose, and naturally has not given it one second of thought. At this point, I thought like this was going to be the plot line for Rufus is like him overthinking the proposal and it would go wrong. She'd be like, "It's you didn't have to go, you didn't have to go crazy and build another pyramid. <laughs> you should have just just done something simple." But it, it it did not turn into that. It got it got much worse, <laughs> as it always does. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Blair and Georgina are getting ready for the con. Blair is trying to convince Georgina to do this by reminding her how much fun she used to have as Sarah and Svetlana. I'm telling you. The, the Svetlana character has gotten mentioned on the show more than Vanessa does at this point, as of recently. And I am not complaining about that, because I, I do hate Vanessa. Are you a Vanessa hater, Patty? I go back and forth, but it's usually hate, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Until you said Vanessa's name just now, that I, one. <laughs> I forgot she wasn't even here today. Yeah, she's not in the episode again. Uh, like I said, not complaining. Uh, but the character of Svetlana has been getting a lot of playtime. And Georgina is staying true to her new self. Uh, because she wants to continue being good, and she asks Blair, can't she understand that? And now Blair kind of has to contend with the fact that crazy Georgina can change her ways, but she still can't. <laughs> That's <just> very true. <laughs> love, so, I love, I love uh, both Georginas in this episode, honestly. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. I, 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 no I notes. I said last Both week, versions I, are perfect. Yeah, I didn't fully love season one Georgina, but I think the combination of um, Jesus Freak Georgina and the the turn back to the bitch i think that helps me enjoy the bitch more the fact that she was this first and it's just it's i just like her because she's such a like lunatic whether she (laughs) yes because even when she's in character during her jesus freak she's a psychotic character like why is she she's not even like doing it like in a winky way like oh look at i'm like working on my character for our little plot she like i feel like fully believes she's that car that character when she's in that moment whatever role regina is playing she takes it 100 percent. she goes full out she goes all out for it like you, scary. you can never question georgina's commitment like her no. commitment to anything is, the is top, yes yeah. the commitment to the bit is top tier like no one does it like georgina yeah does. she's like a so. jared little like method actor <laughs> yes so uh georgina is now following the famous carrie underwood song jesus take the wheel and blair uses to manipulate her by telling her well wasn't it jesus that drove you here um Actually, I believe his name was Jesus. Uh, was this your joke of the episode, Brendan? <laughs> that was up there, but uh, honestly, just like the banter between the two of them overall is like my joke of the episode because their back and forths uh, were so funny in a couple scenes. Yes. 
Absolutely. Uh, Blair said God would find a way to, or, or Georgina said that God would find a, a way to earn Blair's forgiveness, and Blair tells her that this is it. Blair is leveraging her forgiveness in order to make this plot happen, which is a great move on her part. And she also mentions that the Bible is pretty much 99% about revenge. So Georgina <laughs> yeah. recites Blair's favorite Bible passage, and they shall know I am the Lord when I shall lay my vengeance on them. This Lord guy sounds like a hell of a guy. Like I, right? I completely get why everyone, everyone <laughs> loves him and devotes their lives to him with, with quotes like That's this. pretty badass. Yeah, everyone's this all-loving God that is really most mostly concerned about vengeance. I get it. <laughs> just yeah. throwing it down. <laughs> yep. So yeah, no no notes there. Religion makes a lot of sense, I guess. So uh, Georgina is <laughs> Georgina's ready now, but uh, Serena calls, tells Blair that Lily has given them orders to stand down, and at least now Serena looks like she wants to listen to mm, that. Much like the so, Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they are standing by and standing down. There. <laughs> uh, when I didn't think we were going to have a proud boys <laughs> reference. On the... Weirdly enough, and for the record, talking about every week for a while now. Oh, for, man. The, for the record, that was not in contention for the name of the podcast. <laughs> proud boys. <laughs> Even though we are proud gossip girl fans, we never thought of thinking name of the cotton podcast. Like, <laughs> Uh, this is when Blair says that Poppy is so evil she makes the old Georgina look like the new Georgina. And I, I don't know about that because Poppy is still just stealing money from rich people while Georgina is like a legitimately crazy person that likes roofing her friends for fun. <laughs> right. Poppy has not, as far as we know, drugged anyone. <laughs> yeah. So Serena orders Blair to put the plan on hold and we will see if uh, they end up listening to that. So Serena hangs up the phone and finds Poppy in her living room having some tea with Lily. And now everyone has to pretend like they aren't all on to her. And Poppy is going to Miami tomorrow night. So time is of the essence now for Serena. I don't know why Poppy would give up that information. Like, even though I they... didn't fully believe that, though. Who knows? Uh, well, maybe never, not. Even you... though, like, even though she does think they're all buying her scheme, like, it seems like an unnecessary risk to be like, by the way, here's where I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah, if anything, maybe just like a tip, like just in case they are onto her, if she because she doesn't know that. But if they are onto her, which they were, then I can give them a random location. They could follow me to the wrong place, maybe. Maybe I, I mean that would be a good that would be a good idea. We'll we'll see if that uh, comes to fruition in next week's episode. Mm. Um, Serena is pissed that Lily is acting civil with Poppy. She wants to call the police yet again. I feel like this episode so far is proof that we really don't need the police. Like, people keep suggesting it, and throughout the episode, and the reply is always, actually, here's a better idea than getting the police involved. And in fact, the only time the police are used in the episode is as a hindrance, when Lily purposefully wants them to get yeah. in the way of something, and right. specifically not help. <laughs> like, more, more people should follow the teachings of Gossip Girl. <laughs> That's actually a, good, a very good point. Call 911 or listen to Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anytime you want to call 911, just watch Gossip Girl instead. <laughs> <laughs> what would Blair do? <laughs> exactly. Yes. So Lily does not care about the good people of Miami because she is prepared to let Poppy go. And she says, we just have to hope that they're smarter over there in Florida. And, you know, I don't know about that one, Lily, if you're depending on people in Florida to be smart about something. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't she Googled Florida man before? Yeah, exactly. Historically, the, <laughs> maybe the dumbest state. Sorry to all of our Florida listeners, of which I'm sure there are many. So Dan gets a call. The paperwork from Rufus's recent investment is on its way, and he will receive dividends in about six weeks. And God, this whole time, I'm like, Dan, just be cool. I know I you know. know that this must be a mistake, but you can go to college if you just play it cool and let this happen. Your dad will be married. He'll be happy. You'll have your, your life you need, but just don't say a fucking word. If I got a call and someone was like, your thousands of dollars will be with you in a few weeks. Yeah, I, I would not be like, but why am I getting it? And yeah. like investigate. <laughs> Surely something must be wrong here. 
Right. I would be skeptical because like phone calls like that are weird. But if you started getting it in your bank account, like, oh, <laughs> yes. it's real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I w- maybe wouldn't believe it. But if I had the money, I'd be like, okay, great. There's no downside in that. So yeah, God, I, Dan just can't let, play it cool and just let himself get the money. Um, Serena goes to Blair. She does not care what her mom says. Poppy must pay. And these are the magic words that Blair has been waiting to hear because she shows off her new project, Sherilyn Phillips, played by Georgina Sparks, whose daddy has a piece of the oil sands up in Alberta, a piece the size of Florida. And I should probably say that I also wish I had a piece the size of Florida. (laughs) Sometimes the jokes just write themselves. I know. I I was like, (laughs) do they know what they're saying? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, my mine might be the size. My piece might be the size of Rhode Island on a good day. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna say, if anything, if it is the size of Florida, I, unfortunately, it may be big, but it, it sounds droopy to me. It sounds flaccid, as, as Scott Ackerman calls it. Uh, America's droopy, droopy penis. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> the, the droopy penis. The droopy penis yes. of America. I am the main in our friend group, and uh, you were the Rhode Island. <laughs> yes. Uh, why does? Uh, I mean, not a big deal, but why does Georgina only play characters with S names? Huh. Sarah. Svetlana, Sherilyn. Because she loves S. She wants to be like Serena. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Sherilyn is meeting her first New York friend for tea tomorrow, Poppy Lifton. And Georgina is a natural. She is already in character. Uh, Like we said, you give her any role and she can give you an Oscar-worthy performance. Really, really good. Really great. Oh, Chuck is inspecting Sherilyn. Uh, he gives her a little <laughs> sniff and senses aspiration, yearning, and striving to be accepted, but also this appealing counternote of sincerity and optimism. I Does did not know that Chuck had this sniff? talent. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is some kind of party trick that Chuck Bass apparently has. Uh, if Brendan, if Chuck gave you a sniff, what would he sense from you? Mm. <laughs> like, mm, he uses dove for men. I think that, that's, <laughs> that's all he would smell. <laughs> a counternote of cream. <laughs> no, so I think that's Chuck more like the full on. There's no counter. It's just, it's just, it's just yeah, full. No, yeah, <laughs> it's full fat, whole milk. <laughs> Chuck thinks the uh, Georgina makeover is perfection. Nate is still the only holdout here who still wants to call the cops. But like we said, they do not need the cops. So Georgina has a recording advice, and once they get her confessing, her as in Poppy, they can use it to blackmail her. Again, her as in Poppy. Um, even, even though Nate is the lone skeptic here, I just need to point out, again, how much I love the four of them, plus Georgina now, all in one room yeah. scheming against a common enemy. Like, this is the dream. This is a really great dream team. Uh, if you're not going to have the full main cast with you, you might as well subtract Dan and add Georgina. Yes. And then Dan calls and wants to know why his dad is getting money out of this fake investment. Wait, Dan, just let it happen, you fool. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Serena tells him to talk to her mom since he loves doing that so much these days, which Serena is being dumb, but I love petty Serena. <laughs> yeah, it's Oh, why don't you talk to my mom about it since you love my mom so much? Like, okay, I'll call your fucking MILF. I don't care. Okay, like I would much rather talk to Lily over Serena anyway. <laughs> <laughs> much more sensible. <laughs> okay, don't threaten me with a good time, Serena. <laughs> like when Georgina's like, I better not have to drink any alcohol for this scheme, which no one suggested. I feel like Georgina was like <laughs> trying, to, trying to get them to suggest it. <laughs> By the way, I won't drink alcohol, so no one even say it. All right, fine. If you need me to drink alcohol, I'll do it, but only for the scheme. Good thing like, I already have one talking? on me. Like, what? <laughs> Good thing I have my flask. <laughs> and can hear the scheming over the phone. He hears that they're going to the Russian tea room. And uh, Serena does the classic, uh, I'm losing, losing service in the elevator trick. But uh, at least she was actually in an uh, elevator yeah. here. So only, only a half lie. Yeah, solid service, actually elevator. A Good work. So Rufus and Jenny arrive to Lily's, and Rufus and Jenny are so behind, they still think that the proposal is the big story of the week here. (laughs) Such fools. It just shows how out of the loop uh, that Jenny's been for a while now. 
Rebecca. And she's pumping Rufus up, telling him that, you know, sure, big proposals are great, but since you're too poor to afford one of those, like, this will do, because <laughs> you're showing how much you love her. So uh, Lily comes home, and Jenny distracts her so Rufus can get ready for the big proposal. We will get into her distraction tactics uh, in the next scene, but they are fantastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the non-judgmental breakfast club plus Georgina show up to the Russian tea room. Uh, Nate still wants to talk about Chuck and Blair, and Nate is confused because he thought they came to an understanding, but Chuck is still doing anything he can to uh, get close to Blair. So Nate reveals his theory that Chuck isn't lying to Nate about being in love with Blair. He is lying to himself, which uh, makes sense to me. It seems like something Chuck would do. But I guess by the end of the episode, we see that Chuck is uh, fully aware that he is in love with Blair, but is, uh, you know, well, is going to take some counterintuitive moves uh, to not make to not get together with her by the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I, we've seen this from him before. Um just more of the same. We're back at, and back at this part of the cycle for the Blair and Chuck romance. Right, exactly. It's it's that time of the episode yeah. <laughs> when they get up to it. So uh, Nate tells Chuck that he has to stop toying with Blair's emotions. If he loves her, then he has to tell her. And if he doesn't, then he has to let her go. And I like this a lot from Nate because it's so much less uh, territorial than the buying the apartment was last week. Uh, he's not saying, like, Blair is mine, so back off. He's giving him the option now. He's like, if you love Blair, then do something about it. But if not, then uh, I'll take it from here. So it seems like yeah. Nate is perfectly fine with being the second option here. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I do like this a lot, too. <laughs> But he understands, like, you guys have something weird going on, and, like, you have some sparks. So if you if it's real, then, like, do it, and I'll, like, reluctantly back off. But if I have the option, I'm going to go full hog on this. Full hog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only way I know how. I, I, I just love that, uh, yeah, I love that Nate's concerned with uh, Blair's emotions being yanked around. He's like, listen, we we can't do this to, to poor Blair. Yeah. It's nice. It's- so back to Jenny distracting Lily. Her distraction tactic, very frantically, uh, telling all of her, telling her all about the Twilight movies, which <laughs> genius. It's just so funny. Uh, and I haven't read or watched those, but I feel like I have now. I yeah, you don't need to. I had never seen a Twilight movie, and then I watched the first two um, on a on a on a Zoom with Jesse McHugh. Uh, future friend of the pod, hopefully, and some other of her friends for her birthday. We watched the first two Twilight movies, uh-huh. and the plan was to end up watching all five. And then she went on without me and watched the other three. Wow. So now I don't think I'll ever see the other three wow. movies. Maybe not so much of a future friend of the pod. <laughs> not anymore. Eddie, <laughs> um, are you a Twilight fan? I'm a huge Twilight fan. Uh, That's why yes. hard. Okay, so we'll, <laughs> we'll have to watch the, the last three Twilight movies then. Sounds like a watch parties in our future. Absolutely. How, is, how um, are the first, not to get too far off topic, but how are the first two? Do you like them? They're so terrible and so amazing. The clear highlight being the baseball scene in the first Twilight Uh, movie, which does does canonically make Twilight a baseball movie. Yes, I've heard that. Okay, good. (laughs) I'll watch. Um, This scene immediately brought, because I am also doing a a Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch right now, Mm -hmm. speaking of cops, and uh, it brought me back to Raymond Holt uh, distracting the FBI guard by talking about sex in the city, Um, which, so what what was the better distraction, Brendan, as someone who has seen both? Jenny talking Twilight with Lily or Captain Holt talking sex in the city? Mm. I always gotta go Captain Holt. We will get some sex in the city talk later in this episode as well. Oh, do we? I don't don't even remember that. But yeah, anytime Captain Holt's uh, doing his thing or is out of his element and tries to get back into it, it's very funny. Yeah, all right. I'll give the edge to uh, to Captain Holt as well. So Rufus doesn't need Jenny anymore, so she takes off as Lily gets a phone call from Dan. And again, Dan wants to know why his dad's are, dad is getting dividends, and it appears that Lily did not think this part through, I guess, which is very unlike her. I guess she just figured that uh, Dan would never know, or at the yeah, very least not she care. Tie this kind of loose end. Right, like surely Rufus would mention it to Dan when he started getting money. Like, my dividends are coming through, and Dan would be like, 
that's weird. And then this whole thing would happen, like, as it is now. Yeah, she should, she should have mentioned it at the very least. Maybe, like you said, she, she did think, like, once he started seeing the money, he would be like, well, all right, I'll take it. But he, right. knowing Dan, and I think she knows him pretty well at this point, she should know that he's going to be too curious and too uh, skeptical about the whole thing. Um, right. So he just likes to be informed fully on everything, on the goings-on. Yeah. He, he likes getting the full scoop. Yeah. So Lily tells Dan that she reinvested his money into a mutual fund, uh, the mutual fund being uh, Lily's wallet, uh, the, the, the Rufus boyfriend <laughs> fund, I guess, wow. which, which makes Dan ask, uh, well, then, what is Serena taking care of at the Russian Tea Room? And the giant game of telephone continues. I love it. There's so many phone calls going to everyone. We love a good Gossip Girl phone call chain. Like all of these storylines are like connected through this one scheme that people are just like calling each other like and I really I really like how it all kind of ties together. Yeah, I think those are some of the best episodes of this show is where there's still three or four plots going on, but they're all somewhat linked together through the main storyline. Yeah, definitely. So Serena gets the call from Lily. Lily tries to get Serena to stop, but Serena needs to get justice. And I feel like we've never really seen this side of Serena before. Like, all of a sudden, Serena has turned into Batman. She's a vigilante concerned with bad guys getting justice. Like, she, I guess because she's usually too busy falling in love with some loser that she doesn't do this. And now that she doesn't have a boyfriend, she's like, I need to, I need to make sure that Poppy goes to jail or whatever she's doing. Yeah, because really, what, is, what are the stakes here for her? Like, everyone's going to get their money back if you do nothing. So you just really yeah. want Poppy to go away she's just so embarrassed that she fell for this yeah, she needs I someone to so. pay for it yeah that's true like at what cost like it they i mean what does she get out of it like just seeing poppy go to jail or like i, I don't know I, yeah they don't need to blackmail her anymore so th- this whole thing is pointless right especially if your mom takes care of the way she wants to like you'll never see her again probably yeah so uh lily gets nowhere on the phone call she makes another call we don't know to who just yet but we do know that it is urgent and at the same time rufus does his snooping and finds his name on gabriel edwards investor list all of the other investors say repaid next to their name (laughs) but for him it says five thousand dollars a month dividend (laughs) that's a pretty good investment honestly yeah and as we mentioned not the first time rufus has gone snooping through lily's things no, it's not. I, I, honestly, if I was him, I, I guess, no, of course, he is, he, he is the way he is, and he does what he does. But if I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll just put it right back where it was, and not say a word about it. <laughs> yep. Take my Rufus allowance. has too much pride. His pride is hurt again. He can't have someone give him money. God forbid. Also, what did he think when he was going to propose? Like, he was, just wasn't going to take any money from right? his widow, yeah, like, I, billionaire. Exactly. Like, like, <laughs> he's marrying a billionaire. He is, this money is going to be, like, his now. Like, I don't understand... He's going to get married and be like, oh, but I'm still not touching any of your, any of your money. Like, jeez, it's so annoying. Um, imagine if, if, uh, if we thought it was humiliating that for uh, all of our loyal patron supporters to, to give us a dividend each week yeah, or the, each month, no, I they, guess. They should be humiliated, not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not us. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> they have egg on their face. Um, so Poppy and Sherilyn's convo here at the Russian Tea Room. And like I said, speaking of sex in the city, comes up again here because Sherilyn wants to know if Poppy is a carry. <laughs> okay. I, I guess this is just what dumb tourists talk about when they come to New York for the first time. I guess that makes sense. If I was uh, a dumb tourist, I would talk about very on-the-nose New York things. Yeah. Are either of you a carry? Mm, I don't know because I've never seen it. Yeah, me neither. I have no idea. I... I have seen two episodes of Sex in the City, um, and so which is uh, is one show. It is not a, a a show called Sex, and then another show called The City. Oh, really? Okay, it's a Brooklyn Nine Nine joke. Just to- <laughs> okay, it sounded familiar. Holt, Holt thinks that they're two separate shows at first. <laughs> um, uh, this, 
is what our podcast is now. Me just reciting jokes from Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> it's a better version of the show, honestly. Um, I was going to say that we're going to so, now. Last week we uh, were getting dragged by the Beehive, and now we're going to get dragged by the Sex Heads for never having seen uh, Sex in the City. <laughs> the Sex Heads. <laughs> we, um, yeah, we have not gotten dragged by the the Beehive. Which I, yet, I will which, have to uh, update us on in the um, the plug section. So don't worry. Yeah. Oh. You have an update I have on an it. Update. You've li- you've listened to the album. We'll get to it. Okay, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Um, so Blair is watching from the bar when Chuck comes in. I feel like they don't need to be in there. Like I feel like their cover can be blown if Poppy looks up and is like, "Is that Blair and Chuck? Is that, is that the whole so gang?" I, like, they're just like a, like a pregnant Madeline with in the bushes. <laughs> I know that Billy anywhere. Can't they wait outside? Like. But we do get a classic Blair and Chuck scene, and uh, Blair, Blair, it starts with Blair being amazed because she gets the first true laugh out of Chuck that she's gotten in a while, and I'm amazed because it wasn't even anything that funny. Chuck just <laughs> says, yeah, "Chuck just says you look like you could use a cocktail," and Blair says, "You're too late." Like, surely not your joke of the episode, Brendan. No, and Blair's so funny. Like she had, she's had many funnier things. This, it maybe it just goes to show where Chuck lies on her right now, or wishes he could lie on her. Wishes <laughs> he could lie on her. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think she, he's just so smitten with her lately that, that the stupidest thing that she says or anything that comes out of her mouth is charming to him, as it should be. Um, but she's she's a, a funny gal, and this is... I don't even think it was a joke, really. <laughs> yeah, just a fact. Yeah. So, Chuck looks like he's he's going to confess something, whether it's his love for her or something else, but Blair cuts him off, does the classic, no, I'll go first, and she says that Nate is waiting for Blair to uh, answer him about the apartment, but she tells Chuck that she can't answer his question while she's still waiting for Chuck to answer her question from so long ago, what are we, Chuck? And it's another really good scene between them. You, I, I, you can see the hurt in both of their eyes as Blair is saying that she believed Chuck that they couldn't be together. But now every time she tries to move on, he's right there bringing her down. So we, we get one of the more depressing lines in a while when Blair tells Chuck, maybe you just want me to be as unhappy as you are. And he replies with, oh. I would never wish that on anyone. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. Harsh on himself. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's, really, I'm, I, really... it's annoying that we, we have to deal with this so often. But these scenes are always so good. Like the, the yeah, overall yeah, I'm not idea complaining. that I don't like that we have to keep doing this these circles but uh when they have a good scene together it's really like it's uh peak gg do you think that gossip girl has a problem now where they're like we cannot let blair and chuck ever get together because then we are going to miss out on these heartbreaking scenes between the two probably honestly that's that's how i feel yeah it's tough um really made me want to give chuck a hug when he said that um And then Blair looks Chuck in the eyes, tells him to look down into the soul that she knows he has and tell her that if what he feels for her is real or if it's just a game. And with tears in her eyes, she tells him that if it's real, I'll figure it out. Again, putting herself out there for Chuck. Yeah. And uh, did you think this was it, Brendan? Were they finally going to figure it out and be in love? There there is a part of me that thought he might be honest with her. Um, Yeah. But he, part I think during that conversation, I was like, yeah, he's probably going to say that he can't uh, make her happy because I think they get into that a little bit about like making each other happy or whatever it is or if it's just a game and uh, it, it, the way he goes about it to me makes sense with, uh, with Chuck being the way he is and being Chuck, being Chuck yeah. he almost, he almost gotta help, can't help himself from like keeping himself unhappy yeah Patty as a uh, Blair and Chuck shipper how are you uh, handling this scene you know I just I'm so frustrated I just want them to either be together or not that's how I feel like every time <laughs> Like, that's what Blair is saying. She's feel. saying, if it's yeah. not real, then please, Chuck, just let me go. And Serena walks in during this very tense moment and just uh, just in time for Chuck to see uh, Chuck self-sabotaging yet again. And I, I knew what Chuck was going to say because uh, I do remember this scene. And e- even I was like, no, Chuck, what are you doing? So close. When Chuck 
also with tears in his eyes tells Blair it's just a game he hates to lose you're free to go um and it is so clear to everyone even Chuck and Blair that they love each other but for some reason the two of them just can't turn that key at the same time uh, and even Serena comes over and understands like why'd you do like I know you fucking love her and uh she's like that was obviously a lie and Chuck replies because I love her I can't make her happy Which I think it's stupid for Chuck to think that but it did break my heart I think he thinks that. They think he truly does think that. Um, yeah, he definitely a, does. A shame. I feel like this scene was in a lot of those uh, compilation videos that Saragar loves to watch. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Saragar, uh, you may not have heard uh, Bebop right now because he is on temporary leave as we figure out uh, the deal with HBO Max. We may have to make some layoffs, unfortunately. So uh, Bebop is, uh, is taking some time off while we while we figure out if we are going to be able to pay him moving forward. Yeah, we probably won't be able to. He's, he's off like Dorota is right now as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dorota and Bebop are hanging out right now <laughs> watching Mets games. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patty, if, in case you were confused, one of our guest dogs is the producer of this podcast, canonically. Oh. Okay, great. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, great. You're, you're caught up to speed now. <laughs> and also, as of last week, I don't know if you remember this, but Dorota is a Mets stan. Yes, wears a, Met, wears a Mets hat for every game. That's how Blair knows that there's a Mets game on. I did not know about I, I never uh, noticed that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We did not know that about Dorota's character. I, think, I was at the game yesterday, stan. actually, and I think I did see someone uh, in <laughs> their maid outfit at the game. Yeah, she started the wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Sherilyn is very impressed with Poppy's operation. She uh, she says it's more of a passion than a job, which is also how I feel about um, my current job of making pizzas. More of a passion than a job. Oh, yeah, and you would never make that crust too hard. Oh, no, 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 ne- no. never. You say crust, crust too is... hard makes me too soft, is what you say. And that is what I say when I when I give people their slice. <laughs> <laughs> to every every customer that takes a slice, I, I say that exact quote. So... <laughs> Uh, Sherilyn is so excited for the kids in the third world countries that they can download Kirk Cameron movies. That may, that gave me a good laugh. Well, Who's maybe Kirk my Cameron? joke. What does he do? Well, um, do you know, are you familiar with uh, Candace Cameron? No. Candace Cameron uh, plays played DJ on Full House and Fuller uh, House. Ah, yes, oh, yes. Oh, right. Her older brother is Kirk Cameron, who was also on a TV show back in uh, back in the eighties and nineties called Growing Pains. Okay. And then uh, he grew up to be a. a like a crazy religious person. So what it would come now movies? he has like religious movies that he, yeah, he does on? like Christian movies. He only does like cheesy Christian movies that are, I would imagine pretty cringy. Okay. <laughs> it's very funny to watch a uh, Cheryl and get so excited about this. All right. We'll watch one of those in the off season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it gave Poppy a good laugh as well. So. Uh, Sherilyn wants to be a part of this operation. And uh, I feel like if I'm Poppy, this seems like it's almost too easily easy. Like Sherilyn is jumping at this opportunity. Does not even need convincing at all from Poppy. No, maybe this is just how she's used to it going down though. People just True. hand her she money. Sees, yeah, she sees the dollar signs in her eyes and yeah. she's just, she's like, all right. So uh, Poppy with the classic scammer move of saying, because of the time crunch, she can only accept cash right now. <laughs> yeah, also very suspicious. I don't think we haven't gotten into it enough just because Poppy is a weird sort of character that I don't love. Poppy, one of the most attractive people that have come on the show so far, in my opinion. It's funny you say that because I was watching this exact scene and I was like, you know what? Poppy's kind of beautiful. Stunning. Like, what a face. And, like, I'm not always a fan of the Bob, and she really rocks that Bob. It it, uh, really shapes her her whole face nicely. I'm glad. uh, Patty, are are we all in agreement here that, uh, that, that Poppy is a is a very beautiful woman? Very beautiful. Right, I'm not a fan of the Bob, though. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. wow. I disagree there. Okay. 
You heard it here first. We need to. <laughs> she needs to get rid of the bob. So how do you, at this so, point, speaking of hair and uh, your hatred of Jenny, also, do you like Jenny's hair uh, in this at this point in the series? Oh no, it, it's the best hair she's had. The best so hair she's. Oh great. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Love to hear it. And Brendan, how is Serena's hair doing this episode? Good. She's still, seems like she's still washing it lately, which is good. Okay, great. So that unless there's anyone else's hair that you would like to discuss, uh, I think that's it for hair corner. Hair. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Another uh, weekly segment we get to. <laughs> and I was going to say something really uh, gross. So I'll skip the thought. All right, we'll save that for the patrons only. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Nick- Blair enter. Uh, the police have just pulled up, which is weird because the plan was for Chuck to call his PI, uh, but it shouldn't matter though. So Serena goes to talk to the police while Sherilyn is giving Poppy her money. And Poppy does not care at all that she's taking all of this poor girl's in case of emergency money because Poppy has no soul. And Georgina's phone rings. It is <laughs> it is a gospel choir ringtone, which is a lovely touch. <laughs> and it's a t- Blair saying that the police are here. And so Georgina lets Poppy go with her uh, Bible money. <laughs> Which is funny. It, it looks like a bunch of like scattered bills. Like the, it, you'd think, like when you give money in a like a bag like that of some sort, it's gonna be like stacked hundreds. And I feel like I saw like fifties, twenties, fives, ten, like all different like iterations of it, and maybe even like a couple two dollar bills. There's like all, all the most random bills stacked in. in <laughs> yeah, no how many order. Bibles does Georgina need to buy? <laughs> and how expensive are they? Just go to a hotel and scan. <laughs> go to, through all the rooms. Yeah. Do what Rufus does and go through people's drawers. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. Serena exits. Uh, Chuck has left already for some reason, but uh, Serena is ready to take the cops to the woman if they would just kindly follow her inside. But it is Serena Vanderwoodson that they're here to arrest. And not only do they arrest her, but they actually put her hands behind her back and cuff her against the car, which is wild because, like, you'd think Serena, a rich and white notable person, would not get this treatment. No. I, maybe they just found out about the fact that she killed somebody from last season. <laughs> I was gonna, do you think Lily called and was like, and could you rough her up a little for me? <laughs> Make sure she really learns less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make sure you use force on this one, officer. <laughs> um, what a twist this is. Uh, Eddie, I know you've already seen this episode, but Brendan, how surprised were you? Uh, I'm assuming you were not able to put together immediately what was happening. No, I, I had no idea. I, I thought that they just got the wrong person because, I mean, cops are stupid. So I, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of what I thought. Uh, Patty, do you remember how you were feeling the first time you saw this? I honestly don't know. I think I was probably like, yeah, they have the wrong person. Yeah, ne- neither do I. I don't remember, but it is, no, it yeah. is, a, very, yeah. it is a very fun twist. I'll uh, we say, should I, probably I did say... stand up and I went, da fuck. <laughs> We should probably say all cops are bastards, and that does include these guys who are arresting and cuffing Serena for essentially no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, Blair Blair comes out and tries to tell them they have the wrong girl, but they do not. And then Nate comes out. Now, I love how they're all coming outside one by one for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Serena comes out, and they come for Blair. Comes out, it's like, you have the wrong girl. Then Nate comes out, and it's like, you have the wrong girl. <laughs> and so Serena yells at them to uh, call Chuck and gets taken away. And then meanwhile, Poppy is able to get out of the restaurant without anyone noticing her and with all of poor Sherilyn's Bible, Bible money. Classic. At this point, yes. my only thought during this was that there is a chance in my brain that because well, we're the next scene we're going to hear what Blair has to say about it. But I, I was of the mind that Blair might be onto something that Georgina has been uh, sort of maybe even not working so much with Poppy or but she's spinning her own web. 
Yeah, I think that's where my mind would go at first. Like, obviously, Georgina must be behind this. There's no way that she was this just goody-goody church girl. But so Blair comes in hot back into the restaurant. She thinks Georgina's behind uh, Serena getting arrested. And and like like we were just discussing, we can't really blame her. Um, Blair is kind of like game respects game here because she's like calling and, well, pretending to find Jesus and to take us all down. Brilliant. Which (laughs) I not not what her plan actually is. She's clearly not behind this because uh, she's freaking out. She gave... A poppy the camp bible money and now it doesn't look like she's getting it back um and so blair i think changes the course of history here when she tells georgina your stupid clothes and your bible quotes don't fool anyone you're evil i know it you know it and god knows it too <laughs> and B- blair will never forgive georgina for what she's done and get this neither will jesus blair speaks for jesus now too <laughs> as she should this really like makes something in georgina snap yeah, she she looks scared, and um, I'm glad that she had this little breakdown. I mean, we we needed it. We, we needed, needed it. it for what what's to come in a little bit. So, Rufus asks Rufus asks Lily what this investor list is, and I love Lily's tactic of very quickly changing the subject. She's like, "It's a list of Gabriel's investors." Oh, look at those beautiful lilies! <laughs> <laughs> and how could I? I would love a, a room of beautiful lilies. <laughs> How wonderful yeah, that would be. One's just not enough. One's not enough. Yeah. So Lily comes clean to Rufus, tells her she's giving everyone's money back, and Rufus calls her out for trying to give him money behind his back. Once again, can't just swallow his pride for once and make some money. He calls it humiliating, but like if that's what humiliation is, then I would I would love to be humiliated sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Please humiliate me with oh. Feel free to humiliate me with five thousand dollars a month. Anytime. I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> so Lily knew that Rufus would never go for it, and that's exactly why she had to go behind his back. And Lily finally asks what we've all been thinking and what we have been, like, this must have been eating Lily up inside because even though she's, like, playing it so cool, she finally says, do you know how hard it is to watch you agonize over not being able to send Dan to Yale when I could very easily help you if you would just let me? Yeah, keywords very easily. Very easily. Like, literally, I can reach into my pocket and Dan can go to Yale for 12 years if he wants. So... (laughs) Rufus tells her not to put this on him and for some reason says he raised his kids just fine without her help. Which, again, that was never the argument. He just switched the argument again. <laughs> like she wasn't talking about God. that. Bring him so back dumb. to his own <laughs> Jeez. I, I, oh, my God. I can't, I can't stand Rufus. And then this episode is no different. So. <laughs> um, Serena is being taken in to the police station. She mem- mentions uh, that it's Poppy Lifton who cre- who uh, committed the fraud, and they have no idea what she's talking fraud. about. They're here to arrest Arena fraud. They're here to arrest Arena Serena for theft, and she tells them that the bracelet in question was her great grandmother's, and that Lily will clear this all up. But in another shocking twist, Lily is the one who called this in, which is uh, so <laughs> stupid, but also so brilliant by Lily. She, she like, did she plan this beforehand, like giving Serena this bracelet, knowing that she could do this if she wanted you to, wonder, like, right? just in case. Fail safe if I ever need to get her arrested. Yeah, from day one. It's almost its own handcuff. (laughs) 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 I cannot believe this is now the second parent this season to try and get the cops to put their own kid in jail. And last time, they will bring this up, but last time it was Rufus being an idiot and trying to get Jenny locked up, and Lily was actually the sane one who told Rufus to stop being an idiot, and now Lily's the one doing it. So how how the turntables? How the turntables? I mean, that was a pretty good idea, actually. Lily here to me, if she it has been planning this since her conversation early uh, with Serena, then she's the true mastermind, and Blair should be taking lessons from Lily. Yes, absolutely. So 
Lily ends the phone call with the detective and tells Rufus she's been arrested and or tells Rufus that Serena has been arrested and Rufus is able to put his feelings aside at least and offers to go to her with the station. But uh, Lily wants to make Serena sweat it out a little. She she tells Rufus what she did and he's actually like, oh, come on. You wouldn't even let me put Jenny in the back of a squad car, but you let Serena go to jail. Like, that's his main concern. He's like, when I want to do this, you said I couldn't. Now you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Get your priorities in order. So stupid. And I, she, I like the way she wants her to sweat it out, but then she wants to take her out and just like, oh, let, let me let me just kind of show her what this would be like. And then by the end of the episode, like I feel like they're in pretty deep. Like it seems like they're getting this on her permanent record now. Like it's not just like a quick yeah. little like scared straight thing. <laughs> I feel like she's gonna leave her there overnight or something. <laughs> I think Lily can get her can uh, get the uh, record expunged if I she hope wants so. to. Yeah. She doesn't want to send her to jail. She just needs to remove her from the situation so that she can clear her head, and then Lily will drop the charges and get her out when this all blows over. Like she just needs to remove Serena from the situation, and I mean she really does have a plan for everything, using the cops' ineptitude to her advantage. Yeah, but if, also if she knows where Serena is, can't she just go there herself instead of like? calling people to go do it for her but i guess that's also the lily way it's like oh i'm not gonna go do it i'll pay somebody or well she can't she can't put serena in jail she has to have the cops do that well she just she always needed her like to do was to remove her from the situation like she didn't have to go to jail she could have just like dragged her home you you wanted to show up to the russian tea room and grab serena by the ear and say you're coming with me yeah yeah you're embarrassing me in front of my friends I think that's more embarrassing so, than getting arrested because then that looks kind of cool. True. She's a badass now. Yeah. Uh, it's around this time in the show that I started calling Lily the uh, the Dumbledore of the Upper East Side, which I owe oh, Lee, wow. Lily an apology for because this is not a compliment because Dumbledore sucks. But uh, they do have an awful lot in common, how they kind of insert themselves into situations uh-huh. and try to control things, uh, all while saying it's in the name of like something for the a greater, greater good. good. Yeah. Yeah. The greater good. So, how, how ironic that he uh, feels he feels it says that all the time in Harry Potter. Meanwhile, it's like the calling card of one of the most evil people in the entire universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Lily Rhodes, Lily Rhodes, Vanderwoodson, Bass, Dumbledore, as as she is known. <laughs> but Lily, I, do, I do like that comparison of her being able to, to be the one that pulls all the strings and is like the most powerful badass in the Upper East Side. Yeah, I came up with it myself. I like it. And I have the tweet to prove it. I did tweet it out a couple of years ago or a few years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. But so Lily thinks this was the only way she could protect Serena, mostly from embarrassing her. And uh, Rufus tells her the biggest insult he can think of, which is that Lily sounds like her mother. And Lily just now notices the big dinner that Rufus put together and asks, what is this? And Rufus does one of his classic big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And as Um, he says that, I would still as Lily be like, what? Huh? Why'd you just walk away when you said something so cryptic? <laughs> is Rufus really not ju- gonna get married to Lily now because she hurt his pride a little? Yeah, like, this is the, the 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 big straw that basically took Camel's back. Like that, this can't be what sets you off like this. This is like you've, there's been so much more between the two of you guys than for this to really be the one that that breaks it all. So I they 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 will still get married. I think. And whatever his loss, if they don't fuck Definitely. fucking loser. Yeah. So. Uh, Chuck arrives. Nate's like, oh, you call Chuck? And Blair is like, yeah, he's Serena's brother. Um, so she also tells Nate that she doesn't think they should move in together. And Nate actually agrees. It's too big of a step. So now Nate just has this apartment that no one is ever going to use. I wish they could just find out where all of these rich kids' apartments are that they don't use so I could just live there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we could just hide out there. And, you know, we, I mean, we're not too old to throw parties, right? No, that could be the new crematorium, too. <laughs> Set up shop. Yeah. 
Uh, Blair gets a call from Georgina, and we are going to get a scene, a moment, and a line that has changed my life. Just, just the way. And, and you know what? We we may be acting this out a little later, so we don't have to go too in depth. But just the way Georgina says, "Hello, Blair," you can tell that something is different with her. Um, it's just every line that Georgina says just gets me more and more pumped up. When until we get to the eventual climax of the conversation, when Blair tries to dissuade her by saying Jesus wouldn't approve of that. And Georgina responds with what is, for my money, the quote of the series when she says, well, you can tell Jesus that the bitch is back. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. Incredible. This quote is everything to me. I say it all the time. I've looked into buying (laughs) T-shirts with this quote, mugs with it. We need to make T-shirts of that. It really speaks to me. It is a perfect quote for almost any occasion, and I am truly obsessed with it. Like even the way Michelle Trachtenberg delivers the line, it's just perfect. It is. It is I don't know if, what's I, better uh, between "I'm not pregnant, I'm just naive," or "You can tell Jesus that the bitch is back." A lot of quotable T-shirts here. So yeah, absolutely. Well, you can tell Jesus that the, the bitch, bitch is, is back. back. Blair has rebroken Georgina, and now she's back. And there's no better way to announce your return than to say that iconic line. And just goes to show you don't fuck with someone's Bible money. Don't do it. So you fucking dare. I also like how Blair here uh, just hears her answer the phone. Is like, you sound different. <laughs> yeah. She could just tell. Hello, Blair. Yeah. I mean, Georgina hangs up, puts her sunglasses on, and tells her cab driver to follow that car uh, as Blair just looks perplexed. I mean, speaking of, uh, we were talking about Star Wars at the top of the episode. This is, like, more iconic than when Anakin turned into Darth Vader. Spoilers. <laughs> it is more iconic, I, I think. As well, especially because I mean, this is a real we also the Vader moment here. We also like I, I saw episode three. I was like, oh, I could have I could have figured that one out. <laughs> I was I was onto stupid them. Stupid twist, <laughs> stupid twist. I saw that one coming. <laughs> um, so we get one final montage. Uh, Lily's drinking alone at the dinner table. Rufus comes home, asks his kids to return the ring for him. So fucking impulsive, so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. I wish we could have seen the uh, the following conversation where they're like, Dad, why'd you call off the marriage? Oh, because she wants to pay for your tuition, son. How could she? <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's just like, w- uh, w- uh, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we also see Chuck and Nate both on the phone trying to get dirt on the 55th precinct. Uh, and Blair is trying to get Serena out of jail. And then, I mean, we end the episode. Serena is taking some iconic mugshots, <laughs> which is so an funny. amazing way to end the episode. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really. He open with a banger. We close with a banger. I mean, let's get into some predictions. Yeah. What on earth is going to happen next, Brendan? I don't know. I'm still confused about why they're getting dirt on the precinct. Like, I don't know what that's going to do. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're going to blackmail they're... the cop. Like, yeah. I get cool. They have the no idea. They know about... how to... It's Chuck's only play. <laughs> it's always blackmail. They, they have yeah. no idea about Lily's plan. So I guess that's what they're trying to accomplish is figure out like how to get her out um, by blackmailing the cops. I don't know how that's going to help because I assume Lily's probably like, like they, they tee that up like it's some sort of big storyline for next episode, but Lily's probably on her way to go get her out now. So it's going to be all like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize she wasn't actually arrested. Um, yes. So nothing's going to happen there with the precincts, I don't think. Uh, who else? Who else we got? Rufus is going to mope around next episode. And by the season <laughs> finale, maybe they'll get engaged finally. But it'll be a full moping episode <laughs> next episode is my full guess. Full mope. He's going full mope. He's <laughs> going full mope. Uh, and Georgina, I have, I have no idea, but I'm excited to see it. Me too. Uh, Patty, do you remember what happens next? I honestly don't. It's been so long since I rewatched I was say, it. I'm really the, excited. Like, when was the last time you've done a Gossip Girl rewatch? It's probably been like a solid like three years. Wow. So, yeah. Did, did this make you want to jump back on the train and watch some more episodes? Oh, 100%. That's exactly what I'm going to do right after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another satisfied customer. Honestly, right. what I think so, maybe what happened is maybe she's going to follow her all the way down to Miami. Okay. Uh, and uh, an on-location episode in Miami. Yeah. 
All right, let's get into some segments here, and we have my favorite segment, of course, the user review of the week. We have a good one from uh, <laughs> Demon Yoyozel Six. Uh, gives it an eight out of ten. Titles the review something about G's performance, love between B and C, <laughs> and, and they say. Tell the truth. I like that evil Georgina. Fortunately, she came back at last. I saw the scene that she talked with Blair for for almost four times. The cool tone, the evil look, both make me feel that the next episode will be much exciting. She is one of the shining points in the whole series, and I can't wait to see how she deal with the Dame Poppy. As to Chuck and Blair, Chuck's love for B is so great and heartbreaking. Anyway, I do hope that they could admit their mutual love and get together. Although Nate is handsome, I still think that he doesn't match well with Blair compared to Chuck. As for Dan, he is so annoying. In season one, he changed Serena, and the love between them are romantic. However, for me, every good impression about him seems to have changed in season two. He betrayed Serena and made love with that teacher without shame. What's more, in (laughs) this episode, he told Lily Serena's plan, which leads to Serena's arrest to some extent. He is such a mean boy. (laughs) Mean boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, with a lot of exclamation points. Wow. Very anti-Dan here, so... Next week, Brendan, the episode is titled Valley Girls. Do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Mm. No, it sounds like we maybe we do have an on-site episode, but not in Miami. Very excited, because I, I, I'm a big fan of this episode. Uh, the little blurb says, flashback to Lily's life in the 1980s. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're getting a flashback episode, oh, the whole episode. Oh, my goodness. This is so exci- oh, it's exciting! Jesus, this is. I'm gonna go watch this right oh now. Oh my god, you're getting so you're, you're getting a little too excited. <laughs> Do we need to take a break here? So you can, I think so. I need to splash some water. Some on my water face. on your. Face. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see a younger Lily. Oh my god! <laughs> we're gonna have to call this one over soon. All right, let's get into the episode grades. And Brendan, would you believe that you went first last week? So I will go wow. first this week. Uh, this is an A. This is everything I'm looking for in an episode of Gossip Girl. I've made very clear my love of episodes where the non-judgmental Breakfast Club all team up and try to take down someone from the outside. And I've made very clear my love of Georgina. And this episode combines both of those things. Um, I also like the twist of them not actually succeeding and Poppy getting away. There's actually a lot of twists and turns in this episode that I wouldn't have seen coming if this was my first time watching, which is also fantastic. You know, kept me on the edge of my seat. Oh, yeah. And like we were saying, the stories all tie together so well. Uh, everyone's teamed up for the main story, which ties into Lily's story of trying to pay back the investors, which ties into Rufus's story of wanting to propose, which ties into Dan's story of just like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And the episode just has so many iconic moments from the insane Chuck scene in the beginning of the episode uh, that made its way onto the soup to the <laughs> iconic Georgina scene at the end, plus one of the great Chuck and Blair scenes in that bar and Serena also posing for mugshots at the end. Like this episode has everything except for Vanessa, which is another plus, oh, yeah. an A, an A for me. <laughs> uh, uh, Brendan, you can go next. What are you giving the episode grade? Well, you're right, though. This really has all the makings of a classic Gossip Girl episodes. I feel like I couldn't give it anything less than an A. It has everything we need. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just perfect. It's it's finally everything that's been kind of set up for us in the past few episodes is coming to fruition and it's landing in a perfect spot and still has my favorite kind of Gossip Girl cliffhanger at the end to make us want more. Uh, I, I think it's it's just perfectly perfectly done. It's it's as ridiculous as I would love a great Gossip Girl. Also, it's just so funny. Sometimes it's funny in the, the two best ways, being ironic and actually just genuinely funny. So I, those are my favorite kinds of eps. Big All a. right, so a second A. Patty, are we going to make it a perfect three for three? What are you giving this episode grade? I think I have to give it an A wow. for all the same reasons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> three for three. Three A's. A's all around. We're in the hand-holding club for this one. A's that for days, is baby. 
very exciting. Uh, so let's move on to the MVP of the episode. And for me, you can tell Jesus that the bitch is back. Georgina gets the MVP for me again just for saying that line. But also, she just bats a 1,000 for the episode. They get a lot of mileage out of the Jesus stuff, and it always works. And then it works even better when she turns back to her old self at the end. So I am giving Georgina back-to-back MVPs. Brendan, nice. who is getting your MVP for the week? You know, it's been a little while, but I think I have to give the Dumbledore of the Upper East Side a MVP. <laughs> Lily can do anything she wants with the flick of her wand. <laughs> she just has so much money. <laughs> And she's so cool, um, and I love that she arrested Serena because it's just it's just funny. <laughs> it's, it's just just for the lols. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, Patty, who is your MVP of the episode? I'd have to say Georgina too, because like I was taking notes throughout the entire episode, and all of the comments are about Georgina and Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yes, great, great choice if I do say so myself. And Jesus is also the MVP, <laughs> <laughs> and an honorary MVP for Jesus for his, yeah. for his role in this episode. There's a chance that we could have gotten an LVP for. George W. Bush and Jesus in consecutive weeks. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, speaking of LVPs, um, I've been so busy giving Serena LVPs recently that I haven't been able to give Gabriel any, and I i mean, I know for sure that this will be my last chance. So uh, he really does deserve at least one LVP for his terrible string of episodes. He has no charm, no charisma, no anything, and yet we're supposed to believe that he's an outstanding con artist. And in this episode, not only does he lose all the money that he conned out of people to Poppy, but he also stupidly meets with Serena again and then doesn't even win her back over. So he fails on every level and is getting my LVP for the week. Brendan, who is your LVP? Fair enough. Uh, he's a good contender. Serena, again, is a good contender because she's so dumb, but she's not as annoying as she usually is in this episode, so I won't give it to her because she is more deserving in other episodes, and I'm sure there's more to come like that. Um, I would do Gabriel, but... Rufus is doing his classic self-pity thing again, and I just can't handle <laughs> it. Uh, he, he does what we hate most about him, which makes him who he is. So, Rufus, uh, a big LVP for you. Now, at the end of season one, uh, Rufus had uh, zeroed out, and he was at a, a, a neutral zero in MVP and LVPs. And I think you said in that episode that uh, when I asked if he would finish positive or negative, you predicted that he would finish exactly neutral, and I think uh, he has a ways to go if he wants oh, to get boy, back yeah. up to zero. He is not going to be, I don't think, this year. season two. Yeah. No, so, uh, Patty, who is getting your LVP of the episode? I ask what LVP stands uh, least, for. Least valuable. We're just pretty much okay. the shittiest person yeah. of the episode. Just, okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> um, I was just really annoyed at Dan just for being a freaking narc the entire time. <laughs> uh, just like our user review. <laughs> Dan is a mean boy. Exactly. Gets, mean boy. He gets, <laughs> and he gets the uh, he gets the LVP for it. So those are our segments, except of course for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we are going to do that iconic scene at the end where it starts with Blair and Nate talking to each other until Blair gets a phone call and Georgina is on the line. Um, man, who, what, what, what role is, what, who's playing what? Who wants to, who wants to be, I mean, I'm usually Blair, so I, I will, I will take Blair again and, and give up the, uh, the star role of Georgina to anyone that, that wants her, um, unless someone else does want to be Blair. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be, is this with Nate? I'll be Nate. Patty, do you, do you want the the star role of Georgina in the scene? I would be honored. And she would love that. Oh yeah. my god, yes. All right. So, Brendan, you will start with the Nate line, and then we will continue on to the next. Uh, no, because you know how it works. We'll, we'll read it. You called him. 
Of course I did. He's her brother. You have nothing to worry about with Chuck anymore. Did he tell you that? He gave me my answer, and you deserve yours. I don't think we should move in together. Me neither. Huh? Then why? I'm sorry. I was just using the apartment to force their issues, and it's just too big of a step. I'm sorry. Well, perhaps a more suitable step would be for you to ask me to prom. <laughs> 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 oh, wait. I'm getting a phone call. What? Oh, my. Georgina. <laughs> Hello, Blair. Jaina, you don't sound like yourself. That's funny, because I feel more like myself than ever. Where are you? Taking care of what you obviously could. I don't think Jesus would approve of that. Well, you can tell Jesus that the bitch is back. Oh my oh. god, standing ovation, round wow. of applause, the crowd goes wild. I mean, you can really <laughs> tell our our, uh, our Albany musical theater background in that Very in nice. that uh, in that scene um, really came through. Brendan, of course, not part of the uh, U Albany Musical no, Theater no. Association, and thus uh, his Flat line readings were not as good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, great scene. Glad we got to act that out and. That's it, except for, uh, except for, let's get into some plugs. But first, Patty, thank you again for coming on. Like I said, you are yes, a very you. important guest within the canon of this show. So it's great that you were able to come in here and serve as our guest for this week. Um, do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? I think so. Not at this moment. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> would you, would you like so anyone to follow you on Twitter or anything? Sure. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at. Hold on. I don't know what my handle is. It's at paddywhack underscore P-A-T-T-I. Nice. All right. Yeah. Hopefully you get millions of new followers from this. I would love that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great time today talking Gossip yeah, Girl. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you both so much. All right. Brendan, what are you plugging? I will just plug the Hoppy Boys podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, if you like people that joke around and talk about beer, you can listen to that. If you, Many of you may have heard... Mel got served the most recent episode. It was a blast. And uh, so if you like that, then you would like our other stuff because we are usually sort of entertaining. Um, you can listen to that. You can listen to this show. You can listen to our sister show over on Patreon at the Happy Boys Pod. Um, Patreon. We have an OC rewatch podcast on there. I do view and Brian as, as little sisters. Little sisters. Hot little sisters. Um, Jeez. <laughs> But yeah, listen to us do a, a re- recap of the OC over there on Patreon. Um, you can find that where uh, we have it linked somewhere, probably on a link tree, maybe. I don't know, but you can, I'm sure if, if you're not an idiot, you can figure <laughs> out how to get to this. A great plug! You're you're doing great. Um, <laughs> Call, <laughs> calling uh, our listeners stupid for not finding it. Uh, Beyonce update. So the moment everyone's been waiting for. Yes. Uh, we teased this earlier. Here we go. You just found your newest member of the Beehive. Wow. Oh, my God. Not scared at all by the, the beehive members that were probably in your DMs last week giving you death threats for saying that uh, you, weren't, you weren't that big of a fan of, of Beyonce. Uh, you came <laughs> to this conclusion completely on your own. Oh, yes. Um, I haven't heard the album at all, but all the death threats made me say this. <laughs> um, no, I, I immediately went, went to it after hearing so much about it. Um, is that, you know what made me actually listen to it uh, all the way through? Just because uh, Brian Safi's recommendation made me go right to it and i just couldn't help he he raved about it and said it's his favorite thing that beyonce has ever done i was like well if he says it i at least give it a try because I, I do like her i never disliked her um i just i just fell off i didn't care as much and i'm glad i'm back because it's uh it's a life-changing experience 
Now, the album does get better with each listen. Uh, Patty, have you listened to Beyonce's new album yet? I have, just one time through, and it's a banger. Absolutely. Our mutual friend, Darius, has been tweeting about the, uh, the, the album I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. the, way, the way Brian Sabi describes it is it, it uh, makes you want to dance and fuck at the same time. Yeah, it does. That's accurate. <laughs> I keep I, I will I listen to it a lot while I'm while I'm driving and I'll be driving and just being like, damn, I wish I wasn't driving because I want to dance and talk right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm order. doing one of these right um, now. And speaking of albums, I since the last time we have recorded, I have listened to the new Maggie Rogers album two times and I'm a big fan. especially uh some of the, the songs in the middle of the album really, really get me going. I'm a her voice, man, incredible. Her voice is so, so good, so so good. She's something. So I, I will, I will recommend the Maggie Maggie Rogers, uh, her new album, Surrender, to anyone that likes good music. And uh, are you done with your plugs, Brendan? Can I? Can I? Uh, uh, you can, you can jump, go ahead. Jump in now. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I might have to uh, momentarily stop plugging the Saved by the Bell reboot because do you know uh, what else is being released on the day that this very podcast episode is being released? Would I know, or should I not even guess? I think you should guess. I got nothing. <laughs> season three of Never Have I Ever. Oh! Penultimate season. Yes. Patty, are you a big Never Have I Ever fan? I love that show so much. Yes. Um, with the uh, Saved by the Bell uh, cancellation, pending pending our revival, if that ever happens, I, I will have to say that Never Have I Ever is currently my favorite show. Well, I'm very excited for that. I'm supposed to go to uh, another Met game on Friday. I don't know why I'm going to so many Met games. <laughs> I haven't been to a Yankee game in a year. The road is influence. Yeah, she really has. Um, but I wish I could just stay home and watch that whole thing instead. God, I'm so excited. What concert are you going to Thursday? As you mentioned, uh, off 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 air, you were going to a concert. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go see um, Run the Jewel and Rage Against the Machine. Ooh, Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Um, they I, We bought these tickets in 2020, and they had been broken up for like 20 years, and they this is their big comeback tour, and it's finally finally happening. Big RATM guy. Very you know, fa- We famously covered one of their songs when we had a band in high yes, school. Yes, we, we did a great job. I think we've played uh, Killing in the Name of Live in front of a, an audience before. Yeah, except when we we, pre- we famously practiced In Your Attic, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we were not allowed to say curse words in the house. Your dad put a ban on that, so it was very awkward. Uh uh, singing that song where uh, every other line is "fuck Scream- you," I won't and do it's what you also tell a me. screaming song. Like you get it, is it screaming, and I had to somehow censor myself. I don't know how we made that like, work. Fuck but... you, I won't do what you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe screw you. Do you think he would have let us say screw you? I don't know. Man. Well, we'll have to get Don on the pod too <laughs> <laughs> to, to clear all this up. <laughs> what a what a nerd my dad was. I think I was cursed <laughs> in high school. Harry, if you guys uh, could not say those curse words, uh, I don't want to hear the F word in my house, please. We, we did uh, a really okay. good rendition of that song, though. I, we, we got so into it that I, as the drummer, I would, would stand up yeah. and play the drums. I was going to say, yeah, you would stand. You got so into it, you had to stand up to play the drums. I really see nothing talked about standing drummer. <laughs> Patty, are you now getting uh, upset that you never got to see our high school band perform? I'm really upset. <laughs> it's really good. That's my I'd official like, plug. I'd like a revival. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you get in good with Rage Against the Machine, Brendan, you could kind of ask them if we could kind of tour with them a little for the rest yeah. of the tour. And I can critique yeah, okay. that their drummer does not stand up when he plays. Yes, call Zumpel, see what he's doing. <laughs> I bet right. you didn't think this would be the second week in a row we mentioned Zumpel. On the <laughs> I had a feeling it would be. In the, in the plug section, too. It's really become a mainstay yeah. here. 
Um, all right. That, that's all the plugs I have. You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan on Twitter at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, on Twitter at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week and listen to us break down season two, episode 24, Valley Girls, with another very special guest. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lovely boys. Bye bye. All right. <laughs>